Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Al just said to me, I am so happy it's Thursday. And you know what? I agree with him because, quite frankly... Thursday is one of the coolest, most disrespected days of the week. Why is that? Because Thursday means you're very close to Friday. You can power through a Friday, and then it's Friday. Al, how are you? Uh, good, Jerry. Love a Thursday. Thursday feels like the weekend starting already. Like when I, I get agree. home, when you get home Thursday, no matter what time uh, you work, more. it's Friday. Yes. Even if the, your Friday goes terrible, it's Friday. Even mm-hmm. if your evening goes terrible, like I even think like. I have a dog who sometimes wants to go out to make diarrhea in the middle of the night. Oh, that sounds terrible. Even if it's Thursday or Friday, that if sounds If it's a terrible. Thursday, I'm like, all right, I could power through Friday oh. and get a little extra rest. Now, you brought something up to me, Jerry, during the show off the air. I did. Which uh, I know is only uh, November. Yeah. But it's already got me looking forward to the summertime down in Bradley Beach. Okay. It's the, oh. uh, there's a big article about Jennifer Aniston where she's interviewed in some publication. I yes. even forget what it is. But, uh, Allure. Allure magazine? Yes. She's, guess, she's actually on the cover of the final printed edition coming out November 14th, I believe. Then it's going all digital after that. Oh, really? I believe that's what I, that's what they said. Digital, you say? Digital. Um, well, she's on the cover, and she's uh, in the magazine, and I guess she talks about her. She's she's tried to have a baby. Yeah, she's 53 now. She's tried many times, um, and it never worked. And she didn't realize she could have frozen her eggs, and she's very disappointed about that. And as she said in the article, it's time to move on. How would she—that's an interesting one. How did she not know about freezing eggs? I don't eggs? know. It was a, the, way, the way the quote was shown on TV— I don't know how that was in the context of the story. It was just a line that they mentioned that was part of her. Having not done that, she realizes that ship has sailed, she said. I see. I've frozen my sperm. It's For real? A, yeah, it's uh, right next Why? to the chicken in my uh, in my uh, freezer. No, have you really? No. 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, not for I nothing. If you turn out to be sixty-five and you want to have a kid and it's not working out so well for you down there, why not, Jerry? I could. I have such super sperm that I can uh, probably. I'll still have sperm in, into my late into my nineties. Super. So, how many ladies have you impregnated? Zero. That you know. Of. My sperm may not even work. I thought you had it tested. No, you never had it. I tested. never did the, that one. The motility. I, I did not test the motility of okay. my sperm. I think that's the word. I'm interested in it, in testing it for no reason. I'm not planning on having a kid. Well, why don't you just go buy one of the at-home tests like you like to do? Yeah. And then a little, and then send it away. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just more curious. Okay. But will I be somewhat saddened if it comes back weak sperm? What difference does it make? Uh, You're not wanna, having children. But I don't want to be known in my own head as having weak sperm. Why? I don't know. It really means nothing. I know it means for you. Yeah, I know it. Now, means if you were twenty three, yeah, and or thirty three, and you were having problems getting your wife pregnant, and yeah. then you did this test, and then you came back that you have very low sperm numbers, I could totally see being depressed and upset and disappointed and feeling like a complete and utter failure. Yeah, you're fifty three. That's a good two. point. How old? Fifty three. It doesn't matter. You don't want to have kids. And that circles back. So Jennifer Aniston is 53. Yes. And she is on the cover of this magazine, Jerry, in something that you think is going to be uh, a fashion thing that goes on this summer at the beach. It might be. They were saying in exotic places it could be a thing. And it is called what? The nipple-kini. The nipple-kini. Yeah. it's It's like, as Eddie said, it's like pasties with strings. Yeah, so, where you get not only regular cleavage that we're all used to seeing. No, you're seeing boob. Under boob as well. You're seeing all of the boob except for the nipple, basically. But, right. Okay, so the nipples are covered, and but then tied in the back like a bikini. Correct. So it's not just pasties where they're just No, 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 no. No, I didn't, no, I'm saying nipples, I'm, well, pasties with a string. <laughs> so if you combine the nipple kini right. with either the cheek kini or the thong on the bottom. Yeah, we've reached like it is going to be some scene down in Bradley Beach this summer, Jerry. Yeah. Right? Where is it? Is like Belize where there's a lot of nudes? Yeah, Sunday Belize. Thing? I mean, we're. I mean, you're really a step away from that, right? Honestly, yes. Of being in Brazil, Belize, right. Greece. Yeah, all those these places. places. That, the the British side of Saint Martin, I believe, is the nude. Is side? Nude. Yes. I've always heard there's a nude beach in uh, Sandy Hook. Hook. There is. You ever been there? No, but my friends went. Yeah, I didn't go the one, and I, not because I didn't want to. I had baseball practice. It was one of those, they decided to go right after school on a warm day in May. I'm like, I, can't, I got practice. Like I high can't. school, when you were in high school? Yes, when I was oh, okay. a senior. And uh, they all went. I couldn't. I had, we had practice. Were they disappointed by the nudity there? Like, was it? Uh, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I do remember my, my one friend, Norm, who came back and said, this wasn't a Playboy magazine shoot. Yeah. I think those were his words. Something like that. I have a friend who used to go years ago, and he would, uh, he the Sandy Hook nude beach, and he would uh, take a gas station boner pills. You know, like the ones you buy in the gas station? Yes. I, well, yeah. Hence by the name, gas station boner pills. Because when he was nude on the beach, he wanted to be... Erect? Or well, at least semi-aroused so that he looked uh, better. You know, because you go there and you're nervous. You're but what happens if it stands at full attention? Uh, you that can't I don't walk know. around like that. No, you cannot. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, 
he didn't offer that up at the time. This That's got to be embarrassing because that happens. A number of years ago. But he said he used to work. There's no way that there's not a guy at least once a week or two that a guy doesn't get aroused on a nude beach. On the, that especially has to happen. In Belize. Right. Or Spain. Well, hold on. I mean, just because it's Belize or Spain doesn't mean all the patrons there are going to be beautiful. Right. I picture them more Fat, beautiful. sloppy, and smelly. No, that's America, Jerry. No, that's everywhere, Al. That is everywhere. I so. Oh, I do. I do. I think if you went to London or that sort of thing. You think it's just the fat American diet? Yeah. I get You were in Italy. I mean, were people not out of shape there? I don't recall. Oh. But I also don't recall going, wow, everyone's in shape here. I don't remember that either. You just saw people. Yeah, I think I just saw Look people. Look at you. You're not judging anybody. I don't judge. <laughs> Jerry, I don't see size. I yes, don't do. see anything with people. Everyone looks the same to me. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, sure. In their own ways. That's why you have binoculars and a little notebook that you keep tabs on people on the beach. I don't know that I have the <laughs> notebook, but I definitely yeah, I have. She's been here every Tuesday. <laughs> she's here Tuesday again. I definitely do have binoculars. Mm, look at that cottage cheese ass. All right, yep. That's that's a no. <laughs> don't tell me you don't keep tabs. A little notebook. <laughs> Dear diary, <laughs> I saw a cottage cheese butt. <laughs> sure, here's a story. A local, a local New York, a local feel good New York story. I like feel good stories. Uh, this uh, is involving a flight from uh, on JetBlue, which we love. Love JetBlue. JetBlue. Love JetBlue. Uh, from Kennedy Airport here in New York which to Detroit. Because it's New York City. Correct. Mm-hmm. Going to Detroit, I would also really hate that. Really, Queens. Not Queens, but like, I mean, it's Queens, Long Island. Which, I always get confused. LaGuardia is by City Field. Is that closer or farther? Yeah, it's closer. Than like, JFK? Like, yeah. from, from your house. Is it easier to go to LaGuardia or I Kennedy? I think they're both really difficult, to be quite honest. Right. Uh, JFK is a little bit further, but... You're away from City Field. It's just the beach. I don't know. They both they both equally suck. They both suck. I okay. did LaGuardia to Dallas two weeks ago. It was fine. I flew on a Saturday morning. There was no traffic. Came back on a Monday, and there was no traffic going home, which was lovely. Oh, that's nice. I have to make the trip again in a couple of weeks. In three weeks, I'm going back. Why can't you fly out of I'm Newark? I'm flying out of Newark this time. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll tell you why I didn't. Because I brought Matthew, and the, the company's great. They pay for the airfare, everything. But I front the money for the hotel, then I get the money back. I had to pay for his flight. The hotel I knew was going to cost me up front $650, three-something a night. And then the flights for the Saturday, Monday, that, that weekend, they were five from Newark. They were 595 round trip. I'm like That means I'm fronting like 1200 bucks. And going from LaGuardia, it was, no joke, 190 Wow. I mean, it's a big savings. That is a big savings. This time, I'm going myself, and I saw United to Dallas for the times I need to go. It's like 240 Perfect. Done. So that you'll do from Newark. Yeah, and even if he comes with me again, it's 240 No big deal. All right. Well, so let's see what happened on this flight, Jerry. It's a flight, a JetBlue flight from Kennedy Airport to Detroit. Oh, what could happen? The flight's an hour. Well, Jerry, a man was arrested. Okay. After he allegedly masturbated during the flight. Really? Mm-hmm. It was reported by WJBK-TV. My guess is that is in uh, Detroit. Uh, oh, it was, uh, it, was, it was reported by this TV station because their assignment editor happened to also be aboard Flight 1019. Please tell me the guy was at least in the bathroom. The talk was he exposed himself. Okay, maybe not. And now find out it was a little more than that. Crew members were notified about an incident involving potentially inappropriate behavior by a customer 
and moved passengers sitting near him away from him. How near him? Please don't tell me someone was sitting next to him. Uh, he got a, uh, uh, it doesn't say here, he, he got a, a federal misdemeanor for disorderly conduct as soon as the plane landed in so, Detroit. So what is that, pay a fine and move on with your life? Probably. You have a record for that? Um, That I don't know. I would think so. A misdemeanor? Yeah, I think that stays on your record for a little bit. I, I don't know. Three Metro Airport police officers boarded the plane when it landed in Detroit, and they escorted him off. Can you imagine you're a police officer in the airport and you get the call? Uh, flight 7, what is it, 1910? 10, 10, 10, 10, 19, like 10, 19 is uh, Guys, we have an incident. They got it. First, they got to be like, uh-oh, what's going on? Right, is there need, a hijacker aboard? Right. And instead, it's uh, you need to arrest the man in 23F. Uh, he was masturbating. Mm-hmm. All righty. Okay, let's all three of us go for that. Okay. Let's the three of us grab this guy. Yeah, that's a weird. Don't uh, touch his hands. That's a weird move on an airplane. You think? Especially for an adult. Adult male. For anybody. Fair, Jerry. Come on. How old was he? Didn't say. Did not say, Jerry. Man, that is. You talk about uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. That's what he is. That's brutal. All right. So there you go. Yeah, you've heard of uh, people joining the Mile High Club. This is different. This is uh, where you only need one participant himself. <laughs> Whacking it. Yes. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You know, we used to talk about, like, uh, people that, we don't know how, how some people have so much money and we're trying to figure sure. out, like, so there is a popular podcaster named Tim Dillon. Okay. He's no, a comedian. I've never heard of him. Okay. I've heard him on, uh, uh, well, Izzo told me about him maybe a year ago. He's been a guest on Joe Rogan. I like him. He's okay. a funny guy. He's a stand-up comic, though. So he, he didn't get started in stand-up comedy until around, oh, yeah, 2016. So that's not that long ago. Okay. So he, he was a comic, uh, got uh, noticed in um, Montreal at the Just for Laughs, where a lot of comics get uh, uh, noticed. Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rolling Stone wrote about him. And then he just started doing a podcast. So I started listening to his podcast, and he's talking about, like, he lives in the Hamptons. Okay. He drives a Bentley like, or a Rolls Royce. he's doing Royce. quite well. Yeah, right. So I'm like, wow. Like, I'm, I don't know... I feel like if someone's driving around in a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, living in the Hamptons, in the Hamptons and Florida, that they're like Dave Chappelle level. I would think so. So, I'm like, I got to remember to Google Tim Dillon when I get to work. Okay. So which I did. So, okay. So, do you know what Patreon is? No. So Patreon is a thing where you like we could like we have a podcast here. Yes. We could also. Do something on Patreon where people that really love us, Jerry, pay a fee and we give them other content, not okay. only the podcast. It's extra. It's extra content and you pay whatever it is a month and the person who has the Patreon account decides what they're going to charge. Okay. Okay. So it said 
as of June of 2022, he has over 42,658 paying subscribers, making over $221,000 per month. Yeah, so he's charging $5 a month. Wow. That's awesome. That's tremendous. Is it, is it like a two hundred twenty well, I've, I've said this to you, but I've also said this to you before, too. Yeah. If we if we tried doing something like that for fun, because I really do think it could be fun, and I'm not looking, you're not making $200,000. Right. We're, we're not making $200,000 a month. But let's say you came up with some idea where you and I got together once or twice a week to shoot some fun video stuff, whatever the case may be. I don't know. And came up with an idea for extra content on our own to promote our hoodies now, whatever. And you charged $5 a month. Is anybody signing up? I don't, I don't know. And what's the number that makes it worth it? Do you think 200 people would sign up? I mean, if 200 people are signing up, you're making a thousand dollars a month. It's 500 bucks each. It's kind of nice. It's fun. Right. You know, no one's getting rich off it. But I always wonder how people decide, like, I'm offering this on my social media for free. Sure. And I'm offering this as pay. I don't know. I That's a good question. I, I don't know. And then, like, uh, well, maybe you, all right, you do something that you don't already do. So, for instance, we do this in a studio every day. There's no video of it. It's just us talking. It's a podcast. Okay. Perhaps twice a week we get together for some sort of video podcast and we do, I don't know, I'm saying, but you, you do something extra that you're not doing creatively that you've come up with. Okay. You don't alter what you do because this is still what you do. So let's say, for example, let's say every Thursday we go to a, a local brewery and we rate their beers. And yes. We do that. And that's uh, $2 a month. Right. Or $5 a month. Right, for sure. Or it's a conversation in a brew pub with maybe a local celebrity. A little different than what we usually do. Right. You know, something. That is something. One month, perhaps, you buy the latest and greatest sex doll, and we try it out on camera. You're going to bang and the sex doll. And then I didn't say me. I say I'm, oh, so I'm married. Oh, I see. That'd be cheating. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you get my point. Yeah, yeah. Right, something totally different than what you're doing. That makes sense. Yes, for people that, for whatever reason, enjoy us. Right. Yeah, I've always thought of that. It's just a matter of doing it. Do you want to try it or not? Because I don't think, I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I'm to a point now with anybody that I like as far as entertainers and things, that if they're giving me something, if they're giving me a lot for free, that I would then pay additional Sure. Like, I don't know. Like, this Tim Dillon already does at least one podcast a week. Right. Joe Rogan's doing three or four podcasts yeah. a week. Uh, ben Shapiro, who I was listening to for a while, he does a thing where it's like he gives you a 45-minute podcast yes. every day. And then he goes, oh, on the next, uh, if you want the rest of this conversation, it's on the... Yeah. Whatever. But I'm like, ah, eh, 45 minutes a day is good enough. It's good. But for some, they want more. Right, but I'm saying, like... Definitely when I was younger, I would have. Sure. Like if Howard Stern had something additional, oh my God. If Bruce Springsteen had something, I would have been freaking well, out. Well, so you're right now, you're answering your own question. Yeah. It's got to be something that you are really into that you want more of. And in that case, forget Bruce because he's an artist but or a musician. Howard was on for four hours a day every day. Right. And you would have paid for another. I would have got, right. Yeah, for sure. Oh, especially back then. It's like you even talk about like you loved Imus growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. 
And when when the Imus went on TV and there was a video, mm-hmm. you were like, what does the studio look like? Yeah, couldn't wait. Uh, same with Howard Stern, right? So if back then, Howard Stern had a thing where it's like, for 10 bucks a month, I could see what the, you know, the, the guests in the studio. And, and how it worked. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. So yes. I guess you just got to pick the right thing that people want. Mm-hmm. And just have enough people that are to so make it into worth it, it to make it worth yeah. it. Yeah. And you hope it grows a little bit over time. Yeah. If it does, great. If it doesn't, you shut it down. But imagine, like, this guy's just, like... Two hundred twenty-one grand a month he's bringing in. I think that's awesome, and he's his own boss. Yeah, well, and that's the thing that I think for anybody in this world that I think you. So there's two different reasons I believe that people create businesses. There is the, and we know we know them. We know people like this. I'm going to do this so I can get rich. It's like okay. I mean, good luck. And then there's the where I think I fall in. I want to create something. That is a fallback for the day I get the pink slip to where my life isn't completely upended. Yeah. Now, I got a long way to go to get there, but like, I, there's two different ways to, to go about it. And if you hit on something, hey, good for you if it works. That's great. Right. And or, then be your own boss. Yeah, or is it something that you can go, okay, when I retire, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Yes. And I don't need it to be this huge business because this is going to be part of my retirement. For sure. Uh, and you know you've got something to look forward to and something to do every day. Yeah. I think that's another... I've said that to my father about trying to start something on the smaller side. Yeah. Like, you've got all the time in the world. What do you like? I, like I said to him, you love golf. Why don't you start like a golf trip travel company? Like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, well, it, Google it. You set up golf trips, you do some planning, and I'll help you sell them. Like, it's not that hard. And then all of a sudden, even if it's only... Eight trips a year. It takes time to plan them and yes. sell it, and but like all of a sudden, your favorite, not occupation, your favorite hobby in this world right now is playing golf. So do something. Maybe you make a few bucks. Maybe you don't. Maybe it turns out to be a golf club. Is that so bad? Right. That's kind of cool. Might give you something to do. Yeah, absolutely. I've always thought a good business would be, and people have them. One business that I thought of that would be fun. Because they always say, do what you love. I thought a great concept was the golf game trip. Call it golf in a game. It's a weekend trip where you leave on Thursday night or Friday morning, whatever. I would, you'd prefer Thursday night, but because people were, whatever, whenever you leave. The idea is a round of golf at one of the best golf courses in the area. And then the game and the tailgate, if it's football on Sunday. And then you fly home Sunday night or first thing Monday morning. That's phenomenal. That sounds great. So, for instance, let's say this would be this would be a concept. Now, this would be really expensive, but this would be a concept. Dolphins, Giants, that's their Jets, Jets, Dolphins in Miami, round of golf at Doral. So you're going, you're going, you fly Friday, you golf on Saturday morning. You have like a cocktail party at some restaurant. You got to pay cash for that, but you're all getting together as a group, 16 people, 20, whatever. Cocktail party Saturday, tailgate Sunday morning, game Sunday afternoon, you're home Monday morning. That is, that's a cool concept. Right. And you always do it in a warm city in the, in the for fall sure. slash winter. Absolutely. You could do it with basketball in May, you know, baseball in the, I mean, my God. How about this one? You fly out west on Thursday night, 
you go play Pebble Beach on Saturday, and you go see the San Francisco Giants on Sunday afternoon, fly home Sunday night, red eye. That's a cool weekend. That is a cool weekend. Like, I threw that at my father once. He's like, that's a lot of work. I'll make you sit. It is a lot of work. But instead of, like, taking it step by step, a lot of people are like, man, that's a lot. And, like, your head explodes. We'll just take it one thing at a time. Right. Plan one of the trips. That's it. And see how it goes. So, I thought that was neat. How about that? My first uh, golf on a game trip is going to feature a celebrity golfer and participant. His name is Al Dukes. Nice. <laughs> I, of course, don't golf, unfortunately, but I'll love to go to the driving range. With, and you can ride the cart people. and drink beer. And I'll, Perfect. <laughs> well, and we'll have the uh, Michelob Ultra for you. know Which one is it that you like? The I gold? like a Michelob Ultra Gold. That's it's, it. Uh, we'll, the organic wheat. We'll make sure you have organic beer. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up program. Okay. Now, tomorrow when we come in here, it's going to be Friday, and I'm going to do cool games. Now, who knows if there will be any this week? Who knows? We don't I will, know. I don't know. All I know is there should be one that's not because the Packers stink. Is that Packers-Cowboys this yes. week? Yeah. That should be a cool game. It should be. But They're 3-6, and six, though. I know. Whatever, we'll see. All right, we'll see. We won't know till tomorrow morning at around 5.22, 5.23, 5.25, somewhere around there when we do cool games. Until then, soup.